audience here. The uh, contingent, mm. as it were. The contingent. The group. The group. Hey. Hey. The group. The group. How's about you? Uh, the group. The group. The group. Why isn't this working? This thing is like a piece of crap. <laughs> I always have issues with it. I need my glasses. I can't see. Where's our music? <laughs> uh. You're like you're like uh, Riley Poole in um. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> um, the one with Nicolas Cage in Philadelphia, National Treasure. Hold National on. National Treasure. That's oh yeah 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 yeah. That's right. This car smells funny. Are we there yet? <laughs> Where's my music? What's going on? I'm hungry. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. What's going on? Why is this stupid iTunes always asking? Ho, 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 hey, it's, uh, it's, it's that time. Look at this, 532. We're almost on time. Did you see that? Yeah, it's amazing. Welcome to Real Town. How are you? Uh, John, John and Riley Poole over here, you know. You ever watch National Treasure? Mm. You know, I'm hungry. Mm. When are we going to get there? This car smells funny. <laughs> this one. Okay. I can't see. Where's my glasses? Mm. What about my music? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you pretty much hit the nail on the head on What's that up, one. What's up, Riley? <laughs> You pretty much hit the nail on that. Sorry for your suffering. Because <laughs> I don't care anymore. So. Phil Collins. Over it. From 1982. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? About? Anything. Okay. I'm kind of with you. I got to say, I have... I'm uh, so over it. I just... Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah. So... Go ahead. I was going to wear my face mask today, but I, I left it at home. <laughs> ah, wait, wait. You can still get them? Mm -hmm. No, I made it myself. Actually, I found a website on how to make your own face masks. <laughs> so I didn't buy it. Yeah, it's really cool. You just take a paper towel, and then right. you put like staples on the sides. You take an elastic, and then you put like you staple the elastic on each side, and then you just put it around your ears. It's really awesome and it's super cheap. And then you can make like a hundred of them, and then you're fine. So for eighteen ninety five a piece. Luckily, I actually happen to have Purell at home, so I'm oh, good. Oh, yeah. I'm safe. We can't get it. I'm, the sorry. House of Hits. There's yeah. the House of uh, No Sort of Masks or uh, Sanitation. Well, yeah, because goop. they're trying to none. Yeah, and it's not just us. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. You know, with all with all the the the, the respirators, the the uh, medical type masks that you you know you see yep. like in doctor and even dentist's office anymore. Yep. All of that plus again hand sanitizer, whether it's the name brand or the off brand, which is the same stuff, or the little gizmos that dispense it. Government. Medical centers, and then if there's anything left, the you. distributors. Oh. Yeah. Which, of course, you know, we are over at the uh, deal over there. So, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And, of course, everybody's like, hey, do you have any more of those uh, masks that you got me, you know, only two and a half weeks ago? No. No. Well, what about that? No. Well, they should know by now. Well, isn't there any more? No. <laughs> I mean, they should figure that out. What about that? No. Oh. You know, so I'm uh, I'm not exercising my Dale Carnegie winning friends and influencing people who need you know mm. stuff like that. Right. Eh, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You know, it, um, it's it's gonna blow over soon enough. Well, you know, no, it's not. It's a world pandemic. Oh, 
Stop. Well, you know, it's funny because Gene, came, our producer, he came in here and he was like, are you going to talk about the coronavirus? Like, yeah, of course we're going to talk about it. And then he was like, where did this thing start? And I said, well, you know, it's a, some somebody in Asia ate a live animal and they was carrying the virus. And he goes, they always eat live animals. But that one was the bad one. Well, that bad animal. We you, said that bad. You, you eat bad animal. Yeah, you go no home. Good. You go home it's now. No good. You stay home. Oh, you no go home? No. Send it uh -oh. back. Send it back. Uh oh. No good. <laughs> Send it back. Hichi Lee, Hachi Hachi, no Goyo No, go. but dude, they do. They and this isn't like a made no, up thing. And and what did I say? And you can go back in the archives of the real town with John and Tracy. Right. Did I not say? Many, many weeks ago, when this first started, the first story came out, I said, this reminds me of a movie I saw called Contagion. Right. And in the movie, it's, it, it starts with a bat. And the bat is eating, it carries a virus and drops the piece of food and a piece of, a pig eats it. Then the pig is, is brought to like, could be cooked and spreads it to the chef and the chef in turn spreads it to everybody else. But my point being is that it started in the same place with a bat, same thing. And yeah. I, you know, and I said that how long ago? I mean, that was weeks, weeks ago. Weeks. It was probably, you know, January, maybe, yeah. maybe early yeah. February. And I've been saying it over and over. I said, did anybody watch that movie? Because that's pretty much. And then somebody was like, it was in a book too. But, but, but. And I said, no, no, no. You have to, this movie was such a good movie but it all started exactly the same way. And the way it spreads is so interesting to me. So this is very much the same situation. And people, and, and here's the thing. Yes, definitely media hype, 100%. Oh, 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 oh. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. No more calls. We've got our winner. Definitely. Yes, definitely overreaction from the public and from uh, the media. But there are so many people affected right. by this. How could it be overreaction when it's actually happening? Sure. Go ahead. Now, here's my big pet peeves. A, the people who keep comparing it to the flu. Okay, I get it. First of all, they, oh, the, the flu killed this many people. The flu killed this many. We know, I know, I know this, but I know what the flu is. I know I, it's been around for a long time. And we, there's a vaccine yeah. that we get, you yeah. know, like a ch -ch -ch, so that you don't get the flu. I personally do not get the vaccine, but most people do. No. And, and, and that's fine. But, you know, it, it, and people have died from the flu, mostly people, elderly people mostly people with poor immune systems can mm -hmm. die not for nothing my grandmother 96 had the flu twice and is still living i mean you know there it's you not go. a death wish there. it's not a death wish not a death uh, sentence sentence right but i hate when people keep comparing it i see it constantly well the flu people die from the flu people die from the flu too people die from the flu no kidding like stop shut up like shut up There's all sorts of incarnations of, of illnesses up. and diseases people die from all the time all the time here's the thing this is this is the flavor of the month number one number two uh there is no and and there's no vaccine here's a pet exactly right. here's a pet peeve of mine what's yours there damn well could and I'm not well, saying that's is that's money and but here's the you thing know, you know what that's all about. it's 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 follow the money it's the three big words follow the money there damn well could be one okay you're telling me that all these wizards of smart with the CDC or the FDA or the FBI the BBC or whomever else you know the National Institutes of Health and whomever like it's going to take absolutely a year and a half until we can get this uh, verified uh, martinized mitocized I haven't found uh, a cure for cancer no. yet 
Because they want to they want to treat the symptoms, not cure the problem. Because you treat the symptom, I'm Money. sorry, you cure the problem. You cure Joe Bob's got cancer, whatever strain. You fix his problem. He's not coming to buy the stuff anymore. The drugs, the treatment, the 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 lab time, the this and the that. So all of these industries are okay, done, done. Same thing with this. A year and a half, really, for a vaccine. When when I I have got to think of I am not one of the experts so I'm not going to 100% say stand pat absolutely lead pipe lock sure but I have got to think that there is something out there that could be put together but it's all the red tape all the bureaucratic bullshit that goes on you know with getting things approved and getting things tested and we have to test it on mice and this and that and rabbits and monkeys and every other thing to no. make sure it's okay no Fix this. Well, do you know there was now. in 2020, they did a, like a two-hour special on Corona, whatever. Oh, they did it on CBS, too, because they do it in prime time, so everybody, I'm Jane Capital, and this is Coronavirus Nightmare. Are you saying that from it, heaven? Ted Koppel's not dead. Ted Koppel is dead. No. Ted Koppel? Ted Koppel is not dead. Peter Jennings is dead. He's assumed... I remember that, Peter Jennings. He assumed room temperature. Ted Koppel's alive? And kicking. Oh, I'm going to check that out. He must and be like 100. They did it on CBS the other anyway. night, too. They did it on Friday yeah. night on, on ABC, and I think Monday, Sunday or Monday night, they did it on CBS right. because prime time, people are watching, and the sky is falling. It's, oh, the sky is falling. I'm not saying it's not happening. Hear me, because it is. Matter of oh, fact, he's 80. Thank you. Sakes. Okay. I mean, I, I mean, it's not it's not wrong of me to think that because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Bob Schieffer still alive, Ted Koppel also alive, O.J. Simpson not a Jew, just saying. Oh, all right. Well, but that's okay, he's alive, but he's eighty, so. That's so, okay. but they had these things, and they, it's all about attracting attention to yourself, and you know, and then here, here's a great one, okay? And they let it, they let it slip, knowingly or not. You just hit on it, you know. Whether it's the, whether it's the flu, I remember was a little boy the Hong Kong flu, horrible. Ooh, okay, and it was the Legionnaires' disease in '76, and the birds bird flu, flu. The, the 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 swine flu, swine flu. the Zika virus. Remember cow, that a couple yeah, years ago? Yeah, mad cow disease. Cow, Ebola is gonna wipe out the planet, man. Whoa. I think that okay. the world has to go through this every so often to. To like eliminate then to hurt. Yeah, I think that's just the way it is. Well, I mean, unfortunately, and again, listening so. to radio news, terrestrial radio coming down here um, out of New York City, and there's old Shelly Sunstein on uh, on uh, Q104.3 talking about this one who, uh, and we have our first death in such and such of a locality due to the coronavirus. Sixty-seven-year-old uh, Bob Farkle of uh, Mapletown, or wherever the hell it was, you know, uh, had, contracted it just a few days ago, and it went from bad to worse. And uh, Mr. Farkle passed away last night. And by the way, he, Mr. Farkle, had other underlying, ongoing health issues. Do you think? Mr. Okay, Farkle. it's 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 not gonna get me. It's not gonna get you. Get meaning kill. Okay, it's not gonna get me. It's not. I'm here to tell you, don't doubt me, take it to the bank. Well, there was a you case in Robbinsville, I don't know if you know. I understand that, but uh, okay. But he actually, he only worked in Robbinsville. He's originally from one of the Windsors, I think. Correct. Or, and he, uh, Burlington. Burlington. He was either, what was he, a physician or a, or a lawyer no. that was in Italy or something, wasn't he? he and he came he, back from there. 
Um, he came back from Italy, correct. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. And the lesson that we learn until this thing clears up is don't go to Italy for a while. Okay? I get it. They're having a big, huge problem over there. The whole entire country of 60 million is being... Don't go to China either. And in the land of China, they don't have good health. Don't go to China either. You know, and they don't have it in Italy right now. Okay? So, you know what? Don't go there. Don't go there. But, it's going to spin off, blow over, and dissipate. I don't know when. You don't know when. But, but it's I don't like happen. the extremists on either side. That's my issue. I'm in the middle. Like, I want to take caution, but of I don't course. want to be crazy. Right. And I hate the people that are either crazy or, like, oh, I don't care. Like, I, I think you there has to be a middle ground. You have to care to a certain extent. You have to. Because either you don't want to get sick either way, whether it's a cold That's or right. nobody wants to get sick, period. I don't want anything to speed up the process of my death. Therefore, I am taking the necessary precautions. Am I wearing a mask? No. But I, am I Purelling a little bit more than normal? Probably, yes. I think my biggest fear, like, I don't want to be in an airplane with people because it's a confined, I don't like the confined thing, which right. I don't like anyway. Of course. I mean, I used to complain about our office at, at the House of Hits because I'd say well, we're in a bubble with no windows. We're going to, we all, and everybody would get colds and colds oh, yeah. oh, all yeah. the time. So to me. It's been going on over there this winter outside of this n- yeah. n- nonsense. Right. And that's, and that's my point is that I don't like to be in a confined space with sick people in normally. So I don't think I'm doing something different. I just, honestly, I wouldn't go on a plane right now. I wouldn't because I just don't want to be around anybody who's sick. So that's just the way it is. Understood. And would I go on a cruise ship? Probably not because guess what? You can't really escape. So if someone's sick on there, you're stuck because those people have been on that cruise ship, what, like a month now sitting it's there? a long time. What the hell Several is that all about? Weeks. You know, they're just unloading them going out in California. They're, they brought them into I'm Oakland on Monday. Like my friend wants to go on a cruise and she's like, well, I don't care because I won't get sick. I said, that's, that's not the point. Point is, you won't, maybe you won't get sick. That's fine, but some some eighty year old on that cruise could get sick, and then you're stuck with them. You it's, can't leave. It's like I don't I, want I that. It's, it's like Chipper Pittman in third grade. We all got penalized because of his smart mouth. Okay, none of us got to go on a class trip because Chipper was a wise guy. Same thing here. You know, oh uh, um, you know, her her muck and fudge gets this thing on the on the cruise line, and then now we all have to hang on the boat well, for two weeks. That's that's my point. So I, we got a little thing with her. Right. She was like, she was like, I think they're making a big deal about it. I think it's the media. I said it is. Is, but just Absolutely. understand this. However, you're stuck on a moving ship where no, you can't escape. You can't just leave and go. Well, he's sick. I gotta go. No, you're stuck at sea. If one person, not you, if one guy who happened to just be in Italy or went to China and happens to be on that boat, you're stuck with him. So that's the way I'm looking at it. I don't think that's overreacting. I think that's just being normal. It's, it's erring on the I, side of caution. I don't want to be on the. I wouldn't want to be in a ship with someone who has the Dude. flu. Or what if someone got the chicken pox on this ship? It's the same thing to me. It's Let me the tell same you what, I barely thing. want to be on one of them ships anyway. No. One of those ships anyway. I don't because want to go on a damn cruise ship. I don't need it. Uh, I, but know, my friend loves them. She goes twice a year, every I year. I would like to do Crazy. it one time. But to me, here again, the older I yeah. get, whenever there's a gathering of any sort, whether it's even a yeah. fairly small one, not to mention several thousand people on a cruise ship, yeah. a gathering or a crowd like that to me is also yeah. known as a no thanks. Yeah, it's like not Titanic. Gonna do it. I'm I don't want down. it. I don't want it. Get away from it. Well, this and then I saw no. the the footage of the people there that are like, and they're not sick. Well, no. the people, like, but they're like, well, we can't go anywhere. Like, we're stuck. We they, can't they, go anywhere. They put the microphone on them and they're like, you know, like, we've been on this boat for th- you know, three weeks yeah. now. 
Herbert, now he he's he's gotten a bit of a cold because uh, well you know the air conditioning's cold. blowing right on him for three weeks yeah. now and we can't come out and of the cabin. And we're not allowed to come out of the cabin, right? So no. who wants that? No. So that's what I'm saying for those people who are like, oh, don't worry, I'm going to go on the cruise ship anyways, and this is my friend. Just wait a while. You know who you are. Uh, but just wait because why subject yourself no. to that? Whatever it may be, to me, err on the side of caution. Why not? That's the way I look at it. Err on the side of caution. That's kind of the way I feel, and that's the way it's going to be. But I'm not going to be crazy. I'm not going to wear a mask, like I said, and I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to stay in my house and not go anywhere. But I'm going to live my life. But, yeah, I'm not going on a cruise. I'm not going on a plane. I'm not going on a little confined area for, like, hours at a time. I don't see think they, uh, they canceled the half marathon in New York City over, over the weekend. I saw that. That's, New York yeah. City Roadrunners. And, and I'm like, okay, you know what? On but you know hand, why? Because people travel here. Yes, I understand. Right. But here's the thing. Right. I understand that, number one. But uh, but number two, it's we're not putting them in a confined auditorium right. or, outside, or a big, or, or like running around in circles in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> it's out and about throughout the five And for nothing, they should be Purell for these goddamn microphones, by the way. And that's not even a coronavirus thing. That's just like <laughs> just <laughs> sickness in general. Lysol. Germs. Like, just something, like Lysol these mics, man. Ugh. Anyway, that's a whole other issue. I've been oh, saying that long before the corona. Over here. Just gross. I get it. Just like, ew. <laughs> Like give me give me those wipes. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. Gene, give me a wipe so I can wipe down these Hold damn on. microphones. They're disgusting. Yep. Simple common oh. halitosis byproducts. That's disgusting. When they used to have the phone things on, those things stunk. They smelled like asshole. Uh, now I gotta smell it's this. It's a heck of a thing, Grace. I mean, you know, it's it's and I don't mean that this is not me downplaying it. This is me just coming here. I'm the mayor of real town. Okay. Are you yes. real? Yeah. Mm. This is happening, okay? Yeah. But you know what? And here, this comes from the just because you can does not always mean you should department, okay? You've got this contingent of uh, of alarmists, of, of whatever form of media people, whether it's, you know, Joe Bob's blog or vlog, right up to, uh, you know, uh, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, uh, PMS, NBC, and uh, whoever PMS. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got all these, all these, uh, you've got all, the, here, you know what it is? This is Don Henley, Dirty Laundry, okay? Mm-hmm. You've got the good-looking talking heads that come on at night, okay? The bubble-headed bleach blonde comes on at five. She can tell you about the coronavirus with a gleam in her eye. It's interesting when people die and give us dirty laundry. That's what this is. That's a lot of what this is. I am not taking away from people who are getting this. You know, the majority of them, the lion's share, who do get this trace, have you seen? They just, it's its 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 not a big thing. It's an annoying... And I don't want anybody to get sick or I don't die either. from it. No, thank you. But it's annoying flu-like, flu-like, hear my words, illness that comes and goes and then it's done. Now, to the to the 8% or 7% or 12% or the very small percent, but it is people who get these get this thing badly, yes, of course I feel badly, okay? If, if you're any kind of a decent human being, you're going to feel a little badly for the folks, whether they're, there's a physician's assistant, he's 32 years old, out of North Jersey, he works in the Hackensack Hospital. He's in the hospital because he's got this crud, okay? Mm. I feel badly for him because he, he he wants to be at the hospital working, helping, and you know getting people healthy. 
Can he do that right now? Oh, no, he can't. He's, he's laid up with this nonsense. It's, you know what? It, here, another one. Go. Thomas Jefferson said it 240 years ago, and it still applies today to many, many, many things. The price of liberty is eternal vigilance. Now, that said, what it means to you and me and, and you and me today with this is, okay, keep a careful watch on this for you, your family, your friends, your neighbors, your colleagues, whomever, okay? The more you are vigilant, washing, sanitizing, what have you, and just staying away from the crowds. Again, a crowd is also a no thanks. Don't do it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Don't do it. The more you're vigilant, hang on, the more you're vigilant, the more this is going to blow out and, and spin off here quicker, sooner, rather than later after hanging around. It's going to be, but you know what? The price of liberty is eternal vigilance. Be vigilant. Watch and pay attention to what it is you're doing. What have you found? I'm just expecting the LA Times to write me a letter to thank me mm. for referring this to the contagion. Because just 12 hours ago, they ah. just released a story saying how much this was like the contagion film. Oh, wait, did I not say that like two months Weeks ago? Weeks ago. Uh, hello, LA Times. I'd like your money, please. Because you just got that from me. That's so, worth you know, 50 bucks right there. You probably, did, you on go, the barrelhead. did you go on my Twitter page and see that I wrote it like months ago when it first came out? Do you not? Maybe. Did you not? Yeah, because guess what? It says right here. Hmm. Many people are watching Contagion because, oh, because maybe because I told everybody. I'm just saying. There it is. I did. And there Whoop, it is. There it is. Look, that's the movie right there. I hear I've it. been saying, look at my Twitter it. page. Listen to our podcast. True story. I said it a long time ago. Los Angeles Times. You're a little late to the game. Watch. Now, here's the other thing. Coronavirus, which is known as COVID-19. Correct. 19. What does that mean? I don't that know. means there were 18 others kind of like this before it. Before they... Which also means it's not a huge, humongous surprise. Or at least it shouldn't be. Okay? Seriously. You've had a dozen and a half times to deal with this before, whomever you are in the in the professional medical and related community. I'm going to put that on Twitter. Uh, COVID-19. You've had 18 times, okay? You've, you've been sleeping at the switch. That's what this is all about. Either A, sleeping at the switch, or again, follow the money. What does the movie Contagious tell us about coronavirus? What does it tell us? I, I'm going to put on my Twitter. To everyone who is, com who is comparing coronavirus to Contagion, you're welcome. <laughs> exactly right. That's going on my Twitter page today. I like it. Just want to say it. I like it a lot. I said it. Nobody was listening to me. I'm just saying. Now you now you're listening to me. Now you're listening. Are you listening? I was gonna say. Oh yeah. You know another thing that's a little annoying to me. I get it. Cause I'm a humorous person. You're a humorous person. I make jokes. You make jokes. Yeah. I understand that people are making jokes about the the virus. I get. I get it. But sometimes I say to myself, okay, so? one joke, okay, two jokes, three jokes, uh, joke after joke after joke. After a while, I go, shut the f up. Like shut. Like I don't. I just don't. I don't see the humor in it. After a while, like the, if it's a funny, if it's funny. So for example, there was a John Travolta. Did you see that one? 
I'm sure did. you did. I did. Yeah, John just John Travolta has the coronavirus, but it wasn't. He was just uh, what did they say? He had the night fever yeah. and the, and the, uh, the chills. Fever. They were multiplying, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it, it was funny. But now I've seen it so many times, it's not funny anymore. I, I get it. Okay, it's funny. Yeah, not the, for the 50th time. Not funny anymore. But then now there's so many coronaviruses jokes and comics and so on, and everyone keeps posting them over and over and over again. And now I'm just like, it's well, it's can you top this? It's like, even, look at me, I got to top it. Funny. I, you know, I lost no. the, like I lost the humor in it, and it's not because I don't have a sense of humor and I can't see. It. It's not that. It's just that. I She's just lost that COVID feeling. I have lost that COVID feeling. I just don't even <laughs> care. So now every time something comes up, like one person who I won't say just put up the third coronavirus joke or comic on the Facebook page, and I was like, yeah, okay, I get it. You're trying to be funny. Like then to me, it's just forced. It's like a forced funny. I got it. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. It was funny. It was funny the first time, not the third or fourth time. After a while, you know, it's kind of like posting a, you know, I don't know, a Nixon joke now. You know what I mean? It's. I get it. It's like, okay. So, yeah. Oh, it's funny. Oh, it's so funny. I don't know. I don't think it's funny for the guy who died from it, but. You well, know, and again, you, you know, you, you, you feel badly for those who have well, really gotten it. I don't want anybody to get sick. It badly. I don't want anybody to get sick and die from anything. Uh, anything. It's bound to happen, sweetheart. Or you I, suffer. I'm here to tell well, you. Well, there's suffering involved. I don't like suffering. I mean, you know, make it quick. Well, it depends upon who. Oh, that's true too. I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. That is a possibility. There's a couple of few there's people. There's a couple of few. There's a couple of few in there. But um. My mother used to say that, man. I tell you what. You'll you suffer for this. <laughs> yeah, suffering Stop. is. But yeah. Not I don't on. want suffering. <laughs> I don't want suffering. We were walking home from someplace, and and we, we the, the car. We only had one car way back when, you know, and uh, I think it was I had I had a like a like a music lesson or something, and it it was right along Route 18. You know, up in East Brunswick, and uh, we got a lift to the lesson, and then we were just going to walk home very carefully, of course, because it was it was going to be like rush hour on Route 18 coming from New Brunswick into East Brunswick, and one of the things we had to cross was a uh, <laughs> was the exit ramp coming off of Route One onto Route 18. I might have been I don't know 12. Yeah. Okay, you know I'm 12. I'm Mr. Cool. I'm the guy, because I'm no longer a kid, I'm 12. <laughs> and my mother was very cautious, you know, very, very cautious, very old school. So we got to where we're gonna cross. I looked down there, all the way down the ramp, there was nothing. And she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I'm just like, uh-huh, right across. <laughs> she got all freaked out and she, oh, oh, I could hear her, oh, she's, you know, the traffic. Screaming at you, yeah. Oh, John. I think every mother's gone through that, that's for sure. And she comes, she finally comes across, and she, she, you knew when she was mad, the bottom teeth would come out. You know, yeah. like this. Okay, I'm like, what? She goes, oh, she couldn't speak. You'll suffer for this. I'm like, no, I won't. My mother was a poker. She'd do this, she'd go. Don't you do that again? And her finger was like ow, a ow, spear. Ow, ow. It was like a spear. <laughs> I thought she'd poke a hole in my shoulder. She's like, "Don't do that again." Well, you want here now. Here's here's the punchline to the story. You ready? So <laughs> that night, you know, Dad gets home and you know she goes ripping and tearing and carrying on about how I want to cross, and he kind of 
he kind of was like, well, was there traffic? I'm like, no, there wasn't traffic, Daddy. I mean, it's just, you know, yes, it was the exit ramp from Route 1 to 18, but there was nobody coming. Well, I didn't know that. I'm like, well, I did. And, you know, basically, just because I'm 12 doesn't mean I'm stupid. Well, but you'll suffer for this. We went out. He's like, listen, uh, did you, didn't you want to go down to the uh, Brunswick Square Mall and uh, get whatever? Oh, yes, can we do that? So we all piled in the car, down to the mall we went. I went, I went to the record shop, and uh, I said, listen, I'll be at the record shop. Okay, we'll come get you when we're done. They were done. They came, got me, and just as right before they walked into the record shop, speaking of feeling unwell, didn't I start with the sore throat? Remember, huh. as a kid, all of a sudden, it would just close right up on yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, man. Oh, I'm looking at the records, you know, what's because they had the 45 from number one down to number number 40. And I'm looking at what's, you know, the chart to see what's what's where. And <clears throat> I felt like Mike, you know, <clears throat> you know, and oh, <laughs> I got home just this quick, just bang, like this. I got, we got home. I'm like, Mom, I don't feel real well, Dad. I'm not feeling really well. And <laughs> I had, I had this killer cold for like Kill three days mm -hmm. and see i told you you will suffer for this I'm like okay that's not you <laughs> but i did it was kind of freaky she said it and then it happened i suffered oh my god <laughs> i want to play my favorite line from the contagion movement before we get off the subject of, of, of corona because it's my favorite line of the movie Making me thirsty I, I had to find it right hopefully it's plugged in let's see we'll see if it's all working. you can do is hope Well, the salt cellar are obliterated. Let's look at the base. Oh my gosh. You want me to um, take a sample? Yeah, I want you to move away from the table. Should I call someone? Call everyone. That's the best line. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's from Contagion. But that line, wow. I always think about that line when he's like, I want you to move away from the table. Or should I call somebody? Should call, I call somebody? Call everyone. Oh, boy. I, that's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> I love that. So that, in that part of the movie, that is when the very first American victim, which was played by Gwyneth Paltrow, dies. They're doing an autopsy on her. And they're looking at her brain. And they're sit they're standing around her head literally right and they they're looking at it and you see the guy's face when he sees whatever he sees and he's like oh my okay. god he's like this is this is real like we you need to yeah and that's how it actually starts it's pretty crazy it's such a crazy thing yeah um, I don't know if I want to see that now oh I love it it's such uh, a good movie it's a very good film I I it's actually I really liked the film when I saw it I didn't realize it was going to happen but it's really a <laughs> well good if film. that is not happening well whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it was a bat, it was China, and everyone's sick. I, Same well, thing. Okay. Oh. Um, so did you see our, our friend, Mr. Uh, Weinstein? 23 years. 23. That's freaking long. And let me, I was a little surprised, I gotta say. Not because I don't think he doesn't deserve it, but just because usually things of that nature don't get that much time. You know what I mean? I'll be That's, 78, he, by the way. Go ahead. Oh, he'll be, he'll be dead. Who? Me at 78? Oh, no, no, I thought you meant Harvey Weinstein will be 78. No. No. 
No, I said Harvey Weinstein's not going to live through that. Oh, no, no. He's, no way. He's going to have a problem. Even if they put him no in, like, way. the country club prison, he's no going to be like, mm, no. But I think, I think this is, like, Hollywood's way. This is after the Bill Cosby situation, and he's still in jail. And now with this, I think this is Hollywood's way of saying it's not okay to, like, force women to have sex with you or give you blowjobs. Like, Wait, it's what? not okay. When did this happen? It's not okay. It's really not okay. Right. And I mean that that twenty three year sentence was only for two women, right? Oh, and well, and don't forget he still got more coming out in California, right? But, oh, I mean they, they're probably just going, right. It's just it's just crazy. But you know my thing with this, I mean you know nobody, you know obviously we weren't there, but I, no. all I think about is that recording in his hotel room. That's the only thing I could think about because I think I played it here With the, when, he, when he's in the robe or something? Yes. Oh. And he's trying to make her come in the no. room and she's like, I don't want to. I don't want to. He's like, come on. Come on, just call me. I don't want to. No, come on, come on. Come on. Come on. And then he basically told her her career was done. And that's that's what I think about. No. Every single, that's what I think about. I know, that's not cool though. I mean, okay. That's what uh, I think about. Joking, no. joking, but that is not No, cool. it's not cool. That's and not that's, cool. Uh, now he's about 23 years of his life, he's done. I mean, but he was the top, you couldn't get any higher than Harvey Weinstein in Hollywood. I mean, you couldn't he was touch the, him. He was the number one producer in Hollywood. And everyone sought after, he was responsible for dozens of like Oscar winning films and Oscar-nominated films, and he is now in prison for 23, 23 years. Mm -hmm. That's it. Done. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like, I was thinking about that. Like, 2043. Like, just think about that for a second. Like, you have everything. Money, cars, you know. And his wife was, like, really attractive. I don't know if you saw his what? wife. His wife was extremely attractive. Oh, yeah, he had a wife. You know he had a wife through his I did home. not. Oh, yeah, he did. What? You know, this whole See, thing. this is this is this is my man. I don't care, but oh. you know what? Oh yeah. Until now, he got mm -hmm. the screws put down on him. That that's a good thing. Yeah. Oh no, wow. he had a wife. I had no time. idea. And she's a very beautiful woman, very very attractive lady. How did that happen? Uh, well, he is, money. He, uh, Sorry, but that's just I'm just being honest. Money. I understand. No, no, no. Money, I understand. You get a lot with money. Um, that's. I uh, mean, that's just the way it is. But he's a creepy looking dude I mean outside um, of this he's just an odd looking well they said ugh, they said dude. the person who testified said his penis would look, was so small she didn't couldn't like she thought it was like a vagina she said that in the testimony I'm not making wow. that up but <laughs> wow. but so here's the thing it's just that uh. so imagine you have you know your beautiful wife your kids you have, you're 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 the number one guy in Hollywood people people are kissing your ass and they're and they're bringing literally and then they're, you can go to any place you want and you could you got all this money and you could buy anything you want and you world at your feet and then poof it's gone it's life after wartime this is not my beautiful house this is not my beautiful wife yeah no more it's not there we just performed on SNL by the way yeah I heard it was good. I didn't see it, so I, I posted it. You didn't watch it. I posted it on my Facebook page. What? I, David Byrne. David Byrne on this. Right. Sure. Of course you did. You didn't see it. I, and yeah. Then I wrote sure. Only I wrote only Gen Xers will understand. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. Yes. Got because it. it's so weird. But I get it. But if you were like a millennial, you'd be like, oh, this is too weird. Yeah. No. Millennials no. would get it. And the young baby boomers get it too. The young, yes, the young, not the older baby boomers. On the last gas, the, like the last the two cusp. and a half months of the baby boom. The cusp. Yeah. But yeah, 23 years. Can you imagine? Oh. 23 years. And you know what? I'm sure all those Hollywood moguls who are, you know, smacking asses are probably like thinking, maybe I shouldn't do that. 
Maybe I'm good. Or they're not. not. You know, some of these people that. are just like, okay, he got his, but <laughs> that's him. Well, that ain't me. If they think like that, guess what? It will be. Well, there's, you just know, like, you know. Again, just because you can does not mean always right. that you should. Right. It's 23 years, man. Him and him and Bill Cosby, they should be. Like, well, you see, I will have the Jello. In your face. You see, in my face. In oh, your face. maybe other things in my face too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But he's in he's in a jail in in Philadelphia. Pennsylvania. Oh, convenient. And then he's going to jail in, I think, is it New York or L.A.? That I didn't see. Because he, he was tried in New York. So I think he might be in, in New York and then, I don't know. Well, he, he's, again, he's still got that whole trial-esque situation in out in L.A. So they, so may, maybe, they may trot him out there for that. I don't yeah, know. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know, but it's crazy. It's just crazy to have, it's just to have all that and just lose it over, you know, just being a pig. You know what I mean? Well, and how, old, how old of a guy is he? Do we you know? You know, that's a good question. Um, let's find... Because I was talking with a friend of mine today mm-hmm. about uh, not this exact very thing, but a component of this very thing. Um, you know, in, in my younger days, I was not always... Um, how do I want to put this? I was not always the most, faith, most faithful guy on the planet, okay? Just... It just... It was what it Probably was. Probably once his wife, I'll show you a picture of her wife. Just was what it was, and I'm not necessarily, I'm not proud of it. Just, you know, okay, it's in the rearview mirror and so forth. And, you know, um, I, I don't need that in my life anymore. I don't know why I did Look, then. his wife. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's, Told you. It's Beauty and the Beast. Told you. It's absolute Beauty and the Beast. Holy mm-hmm. freight. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. But you know, it's it's one of these things to where, as as an adult man, uh, you know, in in now my mid fifties, I don't need that kind of nonsense. Sixty seven. All right. So this. So let's go back. So when he was, let's just say, twenty years ago, mm-hmm. or twenty five or thirty years ago, mm-hmm. this was happening, correct? Mm-hmm. So basically, from about you know in his thirties and forties, it absolutely was going on. Sure. <laughs> Guilty as charged, and I don't want any. And that now, from where I'm sitting, from my perspective in life, I, I, I'm really, uh, I, I don't have any any need for that carrying on anymore. I, I just, I just don't. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe it's age. Maybe it's perspective. Maybe it's not for nothing. My medical situation. Just you know, I gotta you know, gotta be cool. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I gotta watch my ticker. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just. Uh, why, I guess, is my question. Did he never snap out of this? I mean, that, that well, may be the unanswerable power, question. Power and money. If if he never made it as a producer, because mind you, in his 20s, I'm sure he was just a struggling producer. He wasn't an established producer. So if he had never made it and just kind of, I mean, he would still, you know, be a pig, I'm sure, but he didn't. He wouldn't have the options or opportunities that he had with the money and the power. Hmm. If you don't have the options and the opportunities, well, then you can't do the things that you want to do. But when you have hundreds and hundreds of women who are who are vying for your attention to move forward in the industry, well, then I can't, you I can't speak to. Yeah, and then no. you abuse that. You know, it's if you have young people who are like I really want to be in this film I'm a struggling actress and there's so many of them you know, and okay if you give me a quickie then maybe no, I'll put you in my movie no. I, I mean, and that's again, what he did again <clears throat> and I, I've experienced that you have said and, yep. you know, and, and see I don't get that even okay even 
even my uh, dalliances such as they were, it was, you know what, it was, it was folks who, um, you know, we were friendly. We weren't, there wasn't, I wasn't lording something over them, nor were they lording something over me. It was just circumstance, it was personalities getting along and chemistry and what in my earlier days, okay? Something like this mm. always, always, always has made me very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable because, it's, again, it's just not cool. I'm the first, I, I didn't used to be because I, I was, for the longest time, Tracy, I was like the world's oldest 14, awkward 14-year-old. Awkward oh, how you doing? Okay. Now, you know, I see somebody who I know, and even once in a while, somebody who I don't. Not very often because you got to watch for that anymore. But if I see somebody who I, how many times have I told you, hey, you're looking pretty great today? Right. You know, that's a nice color on you. Or do you do something different with your hair? Right. Okay, you're looking, it looks really nice. Okay, and several people with whom I work, hey, you're looking nice today. Hey, good to see you. you. Okay, that's it. I wouldn't even do that years ago. I was so nervous until I really, really, really got to know somebody. Right. This, never on my radar. Ever, ever, ever. Nope, nope, no, sir. Uh uh. I don't, I don't go for that. I just, I never have. And I don't get it. I, that I don't get. I experienced it so much. Oh. So much. I oh, mean, because and I think it. it's also to the industries I worked in. I worked uh, in the bar industry for oh. many years. And yeah. that was, it was rampant in the bar industry. Woof. It was rampant. I suppose. Um, and then working in the music business. Well. Rampant as well. Entertainment. Um, and in radio, it was, uh, it was a lot. There was a lot. A lot. I know. Lot, and I mean from mostly uh, that I can speak artists to. and oh, manager, really? mm-hmm. wow, that managers, um, wow. some customers uh, in radio. I dealt with a few of them, usually the, the really powerful ones, the ones um, who own bit really large businesses. Hmm. Um, would always proposition me looking for sex. Um, would say to me. Um, I'll advertise on your radio if you go to dinner with me. Um, <laughs> and um, and in my radio days, there were managers who encouraged us to wear uh, nice uh, heels and short skirts and low tops and show our cleavage. And um, because when you are dealing with money and you're dealing with customers mm-hmm. who have money to give you, and you're, it's your it's your well being. When I was in sales, uh, in radio sales, the more money I made, the more money, excuse me, the more advertising I brought in, the more money I made. Commission was higher. Of course. So when you're dealing with some men in certain positions, uh, CEOs I dealt with and presidents and vice presidents, and when you're dealing with that stature and you need their money, um, they will present themselves to you in a way that if you give them something in return, they will give you the money that you need. And it was quite frequent. I had a car dealer client. Um, He had the entire GM lineup except for Buick and Chevrolet. This is back when there was Oldsmobile and Pontiac Mm -hmm. and all that. Plus he had an extensive, a nice used pre-owned selection, pre-owned lot. Plus back when they were really something, he had the Isuzu dealership in the in the town that I was 
And, uh, you know, he'd call it over at the radio station, you know. He'd sue Car, the, by the way, car dealers are the worst. Oh, yeah, they're, they're horrible. No, I mean, though, I, and I, and I said one. that for, for a As reason. I was speaking, that's what I was thinking. I, I had a feeling. Ah, I've got a feeling. You know, because you were in the business, yeah. so you know what I'm saying. Well, and here's here's the short little, uh, you know, story about that. So, you know, he'd call down old, old, uh, call him Dave. Dave would call down. He looked like Jabba the Hutt, okay? He always wore this one sweater, one V-neck sweater for like eight months of the year, except when it was blazing as hot. And he'd call down the station saying, hey, you know, Isuzu just dropped a program or, you know, uh, Cadillac's got a thing or GMC's got incentive money, advertising co-op money. Come on up. You're going to be around? Come up in like a half an hour or an hour. It's a... Uh, it's 9.30. Can you be here at 11? Yeah, sure, Dave. All right, I'll see you then. So I get up there, and sure enough, probably three times out of four, he'd have the gal, I can see her, really pretty woman. Mm. I was probably in my early, mid-20s. I'm about 24, 25, 25 thereabouts. And uh, and, and uh, I, I, I know, I remember her name, but I can't think of it now. Um, Julie, whatever. She would, she would from the, the from the newspaper, and Julie was a pretty woman. Julie was probably about between thirty five and forty, but she was a striking woman, redheaded gal, um, not super short hair, but short ish hair, and uh, you know what? She uh, she dressed uh, really beautifully, and she carried herself well. She was a very good looking woman. Very good look, and she was nice. She was always nice to me, even though we were a competition. The radio and the newspaper said, "Hi, John." I can't think of her name. Hey, hey, John, how are you? Hey, Julie, good to see you. And it was because of this damn car dealer that we that we you know became a little bit friendly. I never had anything to do with her other than, "Hi, Julie, how's it going?" Dave, however, you know, and I and I asked him once. You know, I got in there at the appointment. It's like 1130. I've been sitting in the showroom for a half an hour. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Dave, was, you know, was I late or something? He goes, what do you mean? I said, weren't we going to get together at 11? Oh, yeah, I had Julian here at 1030. And, well, you know, you, you've seen her. I'm like, yeah. Well, you know, I didn't want to just let her go, if you know what I mean. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, I, I get it. Then he did it again. Then the third time, because I got things to do. I don't just you know, serve at the pleasure of, you know, Pizza the Hut at the car dealership. Job of the Hut. Well, he looked like Pizza the Hut. Mm. Because he did a lot of, down a lot of pride and a lot of pizzas too. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, finally one time, you know, he's in there and he's, and he's getting a little cutesy with her. Like, hey, you know. Of course. <laughs> I'm like, of course. I didn't like that. I did not like that. So, I wasn't stupid. So, all right, Dave, uh, tell me about this Isuzu promotion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. We're doing the, the double truck in Sunday's paper and, and for the next three weeks. So she's going to get that. And I have like, you know, $8,000. I, I need you to schedule for me on the FM and the AM. And this is details, details. Here it is. Boom, boom, boom. Done. Okay. I get up like I'm leaving. I'm like, oh, Dave, one more. Colombo. Just one more thing if I could. I said, what was that with Julie? What do you mean? I said, you're getting a little cozy with her, Dave. I mean, you know, you got your son working here. Mm -hmm. You've got your two daughters working. And now, granted, Dave Jr. and the two daughters were probably in their 30s by this time, late 20s, early, mid-30s. So they weren't children. But I said, you, you, you've, got your, you've got your son. you got your two daughters here. I've seen the missus in and out of here like nobody's business. I said, well, what are you doing? 
well, I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I'm just like, Dave, brother, what are you doing? That may not go over so well one day. Well, I, I'm just saying. Right. And I got to tell you, I would go, because he always scheduled her first. Whatever. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. I go in there and I'd be waiting there to be old, what's her face, Julie. And he'd spot me out of the corner of his eye. And within five minutes, he was wrapped up. Yep. He was done. Oh, yeah. Because I called him out. Yeah. And Dave was probably about my age back then. He was probably 55, you know, banging on 60 back then. And here I am, 25-year-old, you know, wet behind the ear. No, I wasn't. I just, you know what? I didn't like it. She was nice. Yes, of course she was a beautiful woman. Good for her. God love her and God bless and I'm sure he does and did. But you know what? Don't, just don't, don't be a creep, man. It's like, it's, it almost felt like every time she walked out of that place, especially when he was getting all, hey, you know, like she had to, she had to stop home and wash. Yeah. You know what oh, I yeah. mean? It's like, stop. Don't do that. I, I can't, I can tell you the amount of owners of car dealerships who propositioned me for oh, sex. man. And know. they were my customers. I can tell you. Actually, one of them in particular, who shall remain nameless, um, actually was the one I told you said, you know, if, I'll go on your radio station if you go to dinner with me. And I went. Oh. And not because I wanted to go to dinner with them, because I wanted the business. It was, <laughs> no, it was big business, lots of money. No, it was a huge, a huge buy. And the way my boss was at the time, my manager at the time, he said, do whatever you need to do to get that money. Ah. He used to say this to me all the time. Uh. Do whatever you... What happened? No. Where? I Where? can't hear myself anymore. Check, okay. check. Hello. Hello? Hello. Anyway, so he <laughs> said, do what you can to get the money. So I said, well, a little... Di oh, there it is. It's back. He said, oh, a little, a little dinner won't, won't kill you. Just do a little dinner... You know, whatever. So in my head, and this is maybe, it was a long time ago. It was my first radio job, so I was younger, right. you know. So I thought, oh, all right, I'll go to dinner with him. So we went um, to this place in Worcester, Mass, okay. um, for sushi. And uh, it was a nice dinner. He was sushi, he was polite. Sushi. And then um, the tubes. after the dinner, uh, we had driven in his car to the to the place oh, and I got in his car and then he tried you know to you know undress me and so on and kiss me and I pushed him away and I said I'm not interested and you know he kept pursuing pursuing and I said I'm not interested not interested I just want to go back to the dealership and get in my car and go home I wanted to go home so bad and um, he uh, I left and he, he I had him sign the contract he signed the contract right. after you know the dinner yeah, and everything of so I put all his, uh, you know, I put it into the system because you put this into the system, all the spots, and yeah. you see, you know, and then track places and where they should go, and you put, you know, how much money. It was a deal was about uh, fifteen thousand. Nice. And um, uh, you know, I got it, and I said, well, that's what I had to go through to get it. This was my attitude. Oh, that's what I had to go through to get it. I guess it was worth it because you know I didn't have to sleep with him. That was my attitude, even though he had tried, he groped me, and for twenty two hundred and fifty bucks commission. Mm, correct. So wow. then um, we put it in everything. So we went to produce the spots, and I needed a script. And we, you know, of course, we wanted him to approve the scripts. We wrote the the spot and submitted it to him to approve it. And he said, "I've changed my mind. I don't want to be on that station." So I lost the deal, hmm. and I'm pretty sure it was because I didn't have sex with him. 
And uh, that was the extreme one. I mean, there were others. That was probably the worst of the four, but that was pretty bad. But I've uh, I had one corner. Eighties, nineties. Nineties. Yeah. <clears throat> I had one corner me in a bathroom and tried and grab my breast, and uh, that happened to me. Um, it was it it was. Time and place and situation, and there was none of the above, I'm mm. sure. The time, the place, and the situation is a big no, you know? But but do you see my point? Is I that, see your point that, exactly. That's just, a, that's just a couple. I mean, I probably have a good 20, maybe 30 even stories, uh, like similar. Yeah. And I didn't go to court. I didn't get money i didn't get well, it, uh, we lived in a different time to you where just you just kind of okay you, you just you dealt with you, you it. dusted it off and on to the next and a part of me made me it made me a stronger person because the more it happened to me the more pissed off i got right and then I, it was i it wasn't tolerated i got to it just wasn't tolerated anymore but it happened so many times that i actually believed it was just kind of commonplace like it was normal for men to act that way. Well, and, and, and in a very microcosmic way, it kind of was, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you know, I'm trying to think. I, I, can, I, can, I can think of a general... One of my clients said something to me about some woman. I forget if it was one of his employees. No, no. It was a guy, again, now to the bar industry. Okay? Yes. Here again, this is probably about 1991 or 92, okay? And he's still in business, by the way. I still sure. go by it when I'm out, sure. out in Pennsylvania, out, out where I used to run around, okay? Um, we'll call him Danny. You know, it's not his real name, but we'll call him Danny. Just call me Danny. <laughs> no, Danny boy. <laughs> uh, the pipes were not calling him, or they or he thought they were. Mm -hmm. and, and Danny was, you know... He he came off as, and I don't know this to be true, but he came off like he was like a like a trust fund kid, okay, trust fund kid. He had the uh, he had the custom. I don't know if you remember. Well, it probably wasn't so big in Boston or around here in a bigger area, but he had like a uh, figure. If this is like ninety one. 1991 he had like an 87 el camino with the custom you know uh, body work on it yes. you know uh looked like a like a monte carlo ss up front that bit you know and uh, danny was probably uh not right around my age if he was so if i'm like 25 he might have been he wasn't 30 i mean he was maybe 27 28 and you know he had these barmaids at his place. It was half the one side is a bar. He has upstairs now outside in the nice weather. And the other side was a restaurant. Still is. Mm. A decent, you know, restaurant, kind of an eatery. So I go in there to see him, you know, about, hey, Randy, what uh, what's going on? You know, I've got some ideas for you, but first tell me what's going on with you to see if the ideas are going to work because it's all about just bringing our listeners to his place. Right. Bringing, bringing people to product. That's what we do. Mm. Okay. So he's talking to me. He's leaning over the bar. And right behind him at about 8 o'clock was a little, you know, station where the uh, um, the servers would put their, put their belongings. And here comes this real... Good-looking gal, I don't know, 24, maybe 23, okay? It's during the day, so they weren't busy. She reaches into the thing, grabs her clutch, her little purse, and back she goes toward the restroom. Mm. He's like, you know what she's doing, don't you? Oh, yeah, God. It's changing it up. Yep, got to change. I'm like, dude, 
Stop. Yeah. First of all, gross. Yuck. Second of all, so what? Gross. So what? Seriously, it's enough already. And and uh, she came out, and he had some smart-ass remark for her, and she just kind of rolled her eyes and kept yep, going. Kind of just let it go, yeah. Yep. Just rolled her eyes, yeah, yeah, Randy, uh, or Danny, or whatever the hell his name was. You know, uh, yeah, okay, very good, you know, and off she went. And I got, and I never forgot that. This is literally about 30, almost 30 years ago, and I'm like, and he's still running the damn business over there. It's still, it's still going. Yeah. I mean, personally, I hope he's doing fine. But you know what? On another hand, I hope he's smarting the hell up. I really, really hope yeah, he hope. is. I've never been in there since, since wow. I since since I left, you know, that station that time. Even when I went back um, in the in the uh, the late nineties, and then again about ten years ago, I I I never went back in. I just he just he just ticked me off big time. Right. I just I don't I don't I don't dig that man. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, so, so what? So what? She's having her lady days. Big deal. So what? So what? Leave her alone. Okay. Oh, just stop it, man. That's okay. Soapbox. I'm off. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, that's just you know that's what happens. You get to you know uh, veer off a little bit because it's just so much to think about. Um, but that being said, I mean you know so yeah. That's that's it, Harvey. We got a uh, little chime in from our friend Doug Lapp. Dougie Lappy. He uh, and borrowing from the Ren and Stimpy show. Mm. Um, the question is. Yes. So, what do you think about sexual harassment, Mr. Horse? Mr. Horse says, "I don't like it. No, sir, not one bit." <laughs> and you know, and there you have it. <laughs> And there you have it. That's it. That's it. It's not good. Good call, Doggo. No doubt. Doggy. Doggy. They're probably going to cancel all our Comic-Cons, Doug, because this this friggin' virus. 20 people. Just leave them. All the, leave all them the alone. breathing. They will. They totally will. Because, if I, I mean, it, it's not until, uh, Comic-Con is until the summer. But that being said, I'm thinking, uh, well, it's a lot of people from different countries that come there. So that's probably going to be canceled. Just deal. You never know. Just deal. Park me. It's That's a big it. question mark. It's a big question mark. It's, I know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So over it. So over it. <laughs> what else is going on? Oh, uh, Trace. I'm tired. I'm just oh, tired. Me too. I'm tired. I mean, you know, I physically, attitudinally, emotionally. Uh, yeah, the whole the whole McGill. I'm just tired. Something's got to pop. Something's Some, got to give. Something. Yeah. Something's got to. The status quo has got to change itself somehow, and I don't quite know how it's going to happen or when or, or, or with whom or what. But I'm just, I'm tired. I'm just... I mean, I can honestly stay in my house with the door locked and cable and my dog and just be so happy and not leave. <laughs> Is that bad? I don't know. No, no, here's the thing. It's weird. You know, it's, and it's, I was never like that before. Uh, here... I miss, on one hand, I miss having folks around. I miss having people close by. Yeah. But on another hand, I revel, I relish my alone time. I like it. I do. I like you know? it. But, but then, I, but then I miss, you know, I do I think I, I would right like if there. you had it like when you wanted it or when you needed it. But when you don't need it or want it, you can not have it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I It's do. like that kind of thing. Like, do I want it around all of the time? I actually do not. 
Um, I don't like being smothered, and I don't like. No, you know, I'm not that either. person. Nope, nope, um, nope, nope. You know, I like my alone time. I like having my own things and my own my own space. I'm very much like that. Right. Um, I like it. I like going away and doing my own stuff, like Comic Con and the different things that I do. I like going to New York for the day or mm-hmm. Philly for the day or whatever that may be. That's what I like. But um, I like my alone time. I like it a lot. And I like to I like to teach my dance too, but that's what I'm like. I like to mm-hmm. teach my dance. I come home, I put my sweats on, walk my dog, and watch some movies, and I'm I love it. I just love the solitude. You know, I, I think that and this is not a shot at uh, at dear old father. Um and he is old father. Um it's not a shot. It's just, you know, I think that were that my scenario, okay. Um, just myself coming home to my place, whatever my place would be, because again, I, I'm here. My job is here. My livelihood for right now is here. My father is here. Um, Jamie is out in Pennsylvania, about two and a half hours away. Her job, her livelihood is there as is her older mother. So, I mean, we have a, we have all kinds of commonality and I, and I love it when we do get together because we always seem to, you know, whether, whether we're in the same house, but different portions of the house or whether we're in the same house doing stuff moment kind of thing nice day out but you know what if i were you know similarly able to get home to just my stuff my stuff you know me myself and mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. you know i and it's and it's my thing now and on one hand it's ugh, but on another hand i'm honored to do it i gotta i gotta make sure dad's okay okay yeah and and the things you know in his world now it it almost 91 that are the, yeah july 16th um Jeez. at almost 91 the things that are a you know no thing uh really are not i mean i go home <laughs> this this is it's funny now but at the moment i'm like oh what am i running into mm-hmm. i go home last night and he's like oh i got a big problem big problem i'm like yes of course we do dad what what now okay well, you know, his caretaker. The, the guy was here, you know, hey, what's his name was here today? And he left at one o'clock and I go to open the back door for, you know, I wanted to get out to the garage and I can't open the door. And he's got the, you know, the draft dodger underneath there. And I'm thinking, I didn't say anything. I'm thinking to myself, that's been there for probably 15 years. You know, the draft dodger's underneath there and the door won't open. And uh, I, I, I don't know, I, it, it, it's a problem. It's a big problem. At the top is the little latch where you bring it up and slide it over. So I go over to the door, <laughs> unlock the knob lock, do the latch, open the door. I said, is this what you were trying to do? Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, what? Oh, right. The latch up top. I completely, fr- you know, the dark copper latch on the bright white door. What? <laughs> <laughs> But we're not seeing that now, you know? Yeah. And okay, so I fixed the problem, which is nice. Then I get to lamenting, I'm sorry I'm so stupid. I'm sorry I'm so dumb. I'm sorry I'm such a pain in the neck. And I would, Dad, will you please stop? You're not, you're not, and you're not. Just please. It is what it is. I don't know why I'm so tired because you're almost 91. Well, I don't know why I want to sleep all the time because the doctor said you're Aging probably going you're, you're probably going to be tired and you're going to want to sleep. Oh, oh, and I'm afraid to drive. Good. Please don't. <laughs> oh, God love them. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? Nobody likes it. So, again, if it was me going home to my stuff or my dog or my shows, you know, solely, 
I don't know. Maybe there'd be a different outlook, but I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired. Mm. That's all. That's Me too. all. You know, I, mean, you... I mean, I'm not tired. I'm not tired on a physical. I'm, I'm fine in a physical way. I think emotionally, um, I feel like I need a change. I understand. I feel like I need a change. And just, just, uh, I don't know if it's, you know, um, I need to be doing something else to enrich my life because again, you get to that point when you start getting older, you're like, I don't know how much time I have left. I mean, God forbid, I'd love to live to 90. That would be great. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. But, you know, there are people dying at 60, you know, you don't know. I mean, this is like, uh, you don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, you start thinking, what are the things, like the bucket list, you know, like what are the things that I've been wanting to do and I haven't done and I keep procrastinating and saying, oh, yeah, I'll do that next week. I'll do that next month. I'll do that next year. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. Interesting you say that. So there I am last night and I'm one of the people who actually does enjoy watching This Is Us, okay? I don't know if you've ever watched it. I used it, to watch it. Watch I don't it, anymore. If but... any of you do or, or or what? Okay. The long story short is okay. As a as a younger as a young girl, um, the Mandy Moore. You're a character, young girl. No. Oh, I'm sorry. The Mandy Moore character. Yes, I know. <laughs> who's the mother? You know Rebecca Pearson yes. on the show, the wife. You know who uh, who lost her husband. You know after the fire and they Correct. had complications and yes. so forth. Mm. As a young girl. Um, Rebecca Pearson and her family would go from Pittsburgh to New York City several times a year. And they would do this and they would go to the museums and they would do that and they would go to these restaurants and you know it was it was it was a scene, it was a happening, it was an event. Well, you know, they they flash back to when the kids were probably in junior high and uh she hadn't been back in many years. Jack the the husband then still alive had never been to New York City and and so forth. And you know He's always, you know, so what do you want to do? So he asked everybody what they wanted to do. This one wanted to go to the museum. That's, that one wanted to go someplace else. This one wanted to go to the, the art museum, and that one wanted to do something else. And, you know, well, Dad, what do you want to do? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. And he ended up wanting to do a handsome cab ride, you know, the horse-drawn carriage through Central Park. Right. So they all five of them got in the thing, and they really had a hell of a time. Fast forward now, you know, to the the kids are all in their late thirties, and the one son is a is a movie actor, and his premiere was at Radio City. Mm-hmm. So he's going to ask, you know, mom to come to the premiere with him, and sure. she says, "I hate to sound corny, but you know, can we walk on the can I walk on the red carpet with you?" He's like, "Absolutely!" You know, she got all dressed up, looked like a million, and all this, and they they got. Again, the long story made shorter is that they got thinking about all this, and she hadn't been to New York since they all went when the kids were basically 25 years younger. You know, they're 39, so you figure they were 14 when they went, 25 years younger. And, of course, now the husband's been gone for however many years since they were 17, so he's been gone for, you know, over 20 years. And she's like, "I, I... at one point, the, two, the other brother was there trying to, you know, be obsessive how he is. And she just, I have to go out and get some air. She got her coat, went to the Metropolitan Museum of Art, found the painting she used to love when she was a kid that, 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 that fascinated her that other people also enjoyed. Sure. And they put, the two brothers put two and two together, found her at the museum, and she said, listen... And she's having, she's early stage uh, Alzheimer's. And the other brother was like, you got to... 
Oh yeah, she's starting to lose her mind. No. Yeah, it's a little sad. Oh, um, I haven't got. Oh, and, and, I didn't and watch Randall, that. And Randall, the other brother, was. Uh, well, he, he was having his own issues. He's he's always he's obsessive. He's just he's yeah, over the top. Yeah, that I know. Yeah. And he found a program in St. Louis and for this and treatment. She's like, you know what, Randall? I don't want to do this. Right, right. I don't right. want to do this. I want to enjoy. Like you just said, I want to enjoy the good times that I have in front of me. Yes. Okay. For too long. Um, We'll do it next time. Next time. We'll do it next time. You know, the three of you kids and your father and I came to New York when you were, you know, in junior high school. And I didn't get to get to the museum because till we got there, some, you know, they got lost and it was late and the museum was closed. We'll do it next time. Guys, it's been 25 years and I'm finally getting back. I don't want to have any more. And I put this on my Facebook last night too. I too have had way too many, I will do it next time moments. Mm. Way yep. too many. Yep. Personally, professionally, fun things, activities, sure. activities, uh, activities. You know, just uh, things, bus. things with friends. Um, dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun, you know, just things with friends, things with family, things with this one, things with that one. Opportunities to do. Why do you think I played football? Started playing football after 18 years being away from it since I was in high school because I didn't want to look back at now 55 and say, you know what, I really probably could have done that. I did it. Mm-hmm. I'm 35 years old, and I'm back to playing full contact, you know, tackle football with the Wilkes-Barre Blaze back in 2000, you know? My mother, well, what about the children? Oh, that's the thing. I said, what do you mean, what about the children? They're not playing. That's not what I mean. I'm like, I, I know. But I don't want, I want to avoid as many ah, next time moments as is, as is possible. Right. There's going to be those Me that too. come up. There will be. That's just life. You plan stuff and you go, ah, we're running. You know what? We'll do it next time. And many times you will. I don't want to have an overabundance. Right. An inordinate amount of, ah, next time. You know? Don't you do it either. Just saying. You know, if you've got, if you've got the time, if, you've, if you're at the thing, if you're ready to go, you know what? Just see about doing it. So there's not another, yeah, next time moment. Because you know what? The Pearson's fire and subsequent demise of the husband slash father sure. could, mm-hmm. could, you know, there's something in our lives like that, that that could happen. You know? Who knows? You know, my heart could one day in a couple of years be like, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> we're done. Right. And I, you know, I myself have no control over it. It is what it is. When the boss says you're coming home, guess what? You're going home. Okay. And again, I have no problem with that, but I'd rather stick around a little longer. Right. That's all. Yeah, agreed. That's all. That that's I agree with that. Sorry, I'm reading stuff about Buffy, my favorite show ever. Buffy. Buffy the Vampire. Jody. Mr. French. Not that. Oh. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Favorite. I'm tired. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? Man. Well, we actually started on time tonight. We did start on time. So we've got we've got darn near an hour and fifteen minutes in. If we want to, you know, I think Call we have it. to manufacture, you know, and talking points. We have to, you know, no. I mean, you know, there's no forced talking. No. It's just you know, we talk and we have discussions and then we stop talking. We have something to say and then when it's and then when we, we don't. don't have anything to say, then it's okay to be done. It's okay to be All done. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Talk. Listen, here's the other thing where that's concerned, okay? Talk with your people. Yes. 
You know what I mean? Talk, and I don't mean at, you know, no. or make some dopey small talk, chit chat, bullshit. No, I mean, you know what? Talk to your friends. Talk to your spouse. Talk to your significant. Yeah, okay, John's getting corny. So what? You know what? You know I'm right. You know I'm right, okay? You're not going to get this coronavirus, chances are. But you know what? You don't want to have something go down at some point, laying in the bed or whatever, and be like, oh, I wish I would have talked to them more. Well, talk to them now. They're right there. Or they're right there on the phone. Mm. Pick up the phone. Pick Give up the phone. Call. You know? People don't pick up the phone anymore. They text. I didn't, notice I didn't say text. Yes, you did. Notice I didn't say email. No, people, unfortunately, that's the only way they know how to communicate. I'm going to... You know, I, I, I posted last night on Facebook. I was just, I was as I was watching This Is Us, and I posted that about the the uh, next time. Okay, we'll do it next time. And I posted it about, ah, oh, I'm just tired. And I've got, I've got one of my fraternity brothers who I have not laid eyes on, Tracy, since probably... What was the name of your fraternity? Uh, Phi Sigma Kappa, the Delta Hexaton chapter at Susquehanna University. Oh. Um, one of my fraternity brothers who I have not probably laid eyes on since, I don't know, before Jack was born, 95, 96, okay? And isn't he online and then he's like, hey brother, you okay? I'm like, yeah, Andy, I'm all right. I'm just, you know, feeling contemplative, contemplating my situation. And I do that from time to time. You know, introverts are like that. And he said, well, if you want to talk, I said, listen, I got to, you know, I'm about ready to pack it. And I said, I've got a thing tomorrow evening. I said, can I, can I, listen, this is my words. Can I call you when I'm done? He goes, yeah. So I'm going to talk to, you know, talk to my friend Andy, who I speak with him from time to time. But I have not, I have not put eyes on this man, you know, person to person. You know, my fraternity brother, who I saw every day for three, four years. Um, I haven't I haven't put eyes on this guy for probably 25 years, and you know what? Talking to him, we're as tight of pals now as we ever were back then. Talk to your people, folks. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. That's that's a real town truth. Talking to people does not suck. Real town truth number 25. There you go. I love it. Cool. I think I'm done. Gino, I think it's time to go. I think we're going to go. All right. Listen, be nice, be good, behave, be kind, be respectful, be your friend, but don't take any undue crap from anybody. And until next time, we'll we'll catch you around the way. Oh, Gino's sneaking in the way here. What are you doing, Gino? Do I have to vamp? Oh, there's the music. Have fun. Have a good week. We'll catch you next time on Real Town. I'm done. See ya. I'm going to put a fork in there. I'm done. (laughs) I'm toast. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I'm just tired. I don't want to talk anymore. That's enough.